Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. So this is a big Wish. deal because you are a cancer son mm-hmm. with child right now. And you're doing yeah. the synastry slash composite between two cancer sons. Mm-hmm. This is a mega cancer very. episode. As you said, it's going to get very lunar. Yeah, this is like <laughs> we're getting into the watery depths. Okay, let's dive. I'm ready to dive. Space cord. Space cord. Synastry involves the comparison of two astrological charts to determine areas of strengths and challenges in a relationship. Synastry is a valuable resource for people who want to examine their relationship with another person based on aspects between each person's birth charts. In honor of Jamie's 40th birthday, We invite you to join us as we celebrate a tried and true friendship. I've never met Jamie in real life, but like I've heard so much about her from you. And like, yeah, I've always known that you've like really, really held this relationship that you have with her to be like very sacred for you. So even though I've never met her, like I have a lot of respect for her. Mm. yeah she's such a respectable person she really is so lovely and everybody does love her i love going up to sandy or portland and visiting her and meeting new people in her circle or like reconnecting with old people in her circle it's always just such a like delight and yeah we do have such a strong connection (laughs) yeah this is not a superficial casual thing at all This really is like true love. Yeah, I feel really blessed to Mm. get to experience this in this life. I think I know and knew early on like that was true. And I think there's many times and ways that I like let her know that and like really honor our friendship with that. Make the time, make the effort. Did you guys meet in college? Mm Mm-hmm. We did. We would like to introduce astrologer and sinistress. Say Pitton, Cancer Sun, Capricorn Moon, Virgo Rising. Whenever we do a relationship reading, um, we obviously look at the seventh house of both natives to mm. see like what partnership means to them and what their style and relationship is, and like what kind of partners work best for them and then we also look at the moon like its placement and its condition because the moon is all about our feelings and it plays a huge role in relationships right because Mm. the moon is kind of like your true feelings and like Mm. it's your comfort and it's it's what comes out when you are intimate with someone Mm. so jamie's chart in terms of looking at it from a relationship perspective is Mm -hmm. super interesting (laughs) because jamie is a libra rising which means that her chart ruler is venus and her venus is completely unaspected 
which means that it's not talking to any of the other planets in her chart, which means that Venus is out there doing her own thing. (laughs) So that can imply that in relationships, Jamie kind of has her own style. She still has to maintain her independence and her individuality in relationships. And like, this is like all the relationships, like with her friends, with Mm -hmm. her like intimate partners, with like business partners. This applies to all of her one-on-one relationships. And then in looking at the rest of her chart, like I get this huge sense that one of the biggest important lessons in her life is learning about how to balance being her own person with being in a relationship. It's like asserting herself versus yielding to the other person. And there's always going to be this like seesaw balance thing happening for her. And then her moon is also in Libra, but it's conjunct Pluto. And that's like a very intense placement to have because it makes her somebody who's very, very, she feels things very intensely it's in libra though which is like a very like fair it's all about like balance and fairness so there's still that sense of like maybe she won't let herself like go absolutely crazy but like moon pluto like she's either all in or she's completely out like she's never half-assed and she feels very intensely about everything like if she doesn't feel intensely about something then she's just not interested like she won't even like give any of her time or energy into it and like this definitely applies to her relationships because she's such a libra person and libra is all about relationships so if she loves you like she is completely yours forever like she she will like give herself entirely but it takes a long time to get there because she feels so strongly does that kind of sound like her we would like to introduce a mega cancerian bitch. Rachel. Cancer. Sun, Moon, Mercury, and North Node. Gemini rising. Yeah, specifically about the Venus not being aspected and how mm. um, like that independence or like her mm. own style or her own way in mm-hmm. any relationship, like family, friends, intimacy, business people. Like I think that's part of that balancing also that comes into play. Like she loves people and I think she really finds like a lot of life-giving energy from like being social, but she also has to be like on her own and she has mm. to like recharge. And yeah, with regards to like intensity and feeling things, you know, she's a very like sensitive, super emotional person. For so many of the years that I've known her, which by the way, we are celebrating our 21st anniversary of friendship. Our friendship can get a beer at the bar. Wow. (laughs) So all the years that I've known her, she's been in relationship, like intimate relationship and always extremely, you know, all in. Yeah, so her Venus is also in the 10th house, which tells me that, like, she's a very public person. Jamie, overall, like, this lifetime is about accomplishing huge things. She is here to achieve things on a large scale in the public's eye. She's here to reach the heights. She's here to do, like, huge things. 
She's here to like move mountains basically. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a lot of like obstacles and challenges throughout the journey, but like those challenges are going to like motivate her even more to like mm-hmm. do these like immense great things on like a great scale. And I'm saying all this cuz she has a sun square moon and her sun is in the 10th house. So 10th house is all about like accomplishments. It's all about like status and like having like a positive solid reputation in in society and like career. I think she's very like career oriented and with Venus being in that house of like career and status and like public reputation and achievements and all that, I think she's in love with her work and mm. but like with Venus the planet of relationships being there like i wonder if along the way if she's struggled to like balance work with her relationships that sounds right to me she's so amazing with regards to her skill set and abilities you know and she does gravitate and want to do what she's passionate about but because of like money means she's always kind of doing this side hustle of things that are not like what she's super passionate about you know like um mm-hmm. she loves to create like creation is a really big deal like nature is a really big deal like always learning always taking classes like can't stop with regards to the like self-development, self-help, self-healing. I mean, I don't know what 40 brings. I'm super excited for the future because I think she's turning that corner finally. You know what I mean? Like I've got to witness all these challenges and obstacles in this and it's like kind of this element of arrival, you know, the becoming is complete, you know, like all this time becoming, becoming, becoming. And then it's like, sit on your throne, bitch, wear your crown. Yeah. Like, look at what you've done. Like, look at all the things, you know. I love how you said that because she really is here to sit on her throne. That's what like this natal chart is telling me. Her son is at the very top of her chart. It's like very close to like her midheaven. Um, I don't know. I just noticed that her sixth house uh, is in Pisces. And Pisces is about emotional healing. And like sixth house is about healing. And it's also very like that medicine woman and like... Pisces is very magical so mm-hmm. yeah I can totally see her as like the plant healer like Virgo is very connected to like that earth medicine okay so let's move on to kind of like how you are and mm-hmm. how like relationships work for you just mm-hmm. like a snapshot mm-hmm. so like you have Venus in the first house. Buddha. And honestly, like this is an indicator of somebody who's very friendly, very charismatic, very pleasant. You're very loving because your Venus is also in conjunction with your moon. Like Venus and moon is very like caring is like, that's how you show your love. You're a very caring, sweetheart type of a person. And you're very socially popular because Venus in the first house is like, this is like your character, right? This is like your identity. Of course, you have like all these cancer placements. So many. So yeah, with your sun, (laughs) Mercury, moon, and north node there, you're a very like socially pleasant, popular person. People like you easily. You're like very approachable. 
and I think you're very like friendly and like can be very chatty as Venus is in Gemini over here. So that's your Venus. And then Venus is also opposed by Neptune in uh, your seventh house. Uh, and like, so <laughs> every <that> time. Can... <laughs> <laughs> As you know, Neptune in the seventh house, you might put your partners on a pedestal sometimes or All like, <laughs> yeah, like, like kind of idealize them. But because it's Neptune, Neptune's like foggy. Sometimes they're not accessible or sometimes they're just not there because Neptune is foggy like that. It's, it's like, it's not fully sure. Mirage. It's a mirage. It's a yeah. It's like a vision. You might have these like beautiful illusions of like <laughs> like your partner, but like it may not necessarily be like real. Mm. But it's very real for you. Mm. So you gotta play with that balance. Because mm. any opposition is about like balancing. How do I get to reality? Say I'm in Neptune. <laughs> How? <laughs> It's not your destiny, really. It's just kind of your makeup. Mm -hmm. You can decide to do like whatever you want with that. And with your seventh house ruler, okay, so this I thought was cool. Your seventh house ruler is Jupiter because your seventh house is in Sagittarius mm -hmm. and your Jupiter is in the fifth house in the sign of Scorpio. Mm -hmm. Okay, so seventh house is relationships, fifth house is play and creativity and. It's in the sign of Scorpio, which is like getting to the truth, getting really deep, uncovering secrets. It's also about healing. It's also about the occult. It's like what we don't see, right? The mystery. Uh, I think you love to like create and be able to play with your partners in a very deep way, like in matters of the occult, healing, research, detective work, or making money together because mm. Scorpio is the sign of like merging finances, shared mm. finances, resources. Mm. So being able to play with your partner is like number one, mm. creating together. So and then Scorpio, Jupiter in the fifth house. So th this is where my duplicate or intercepted houses are, right? Because my fifth house is also Libra. Is that right or is that wrong? Exactly. Ugh. You're exactly right. Yeah. Astrology. So many nuances. <laughs> so because of that, like, that duplicate fifth house, Rachel, your fifth house cusp actually lands in Virgo. It's huge. My fifth house is huge. It I have to play Libra. so hard. Yeah, exactly. Damn so... It. You're here to learn about fifth house things and to fully engage and like delve into those things. Like you're here to play and create and express yourself. Really all about creativity. I would say create as much as you can because yeah, you have that intercepted second and eighth houses, right? Mm -hmm. You've already mastered your possessions and like your income and like your values and money and stuff wait you know already how? it's done <laughs> yeah 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 oh yeah like you already know how to do that like mm. like you've already like owned and sold your house right mm. like mm. you've already retired. well foreclosure but yes yeah, something like that <laughs> 
<laughs> but still, you did that like ages ago, you know? Yeah, like, sure, it's true. It's kind of like a been there, done that type of energy. Mm. Um, and also, like, yeah, there's a lot around self worth. You've talked to me before, like, that's something that you are like working with or playing mm. with. But honestly, it, what your chart tells me is that it's something that you already know. Yeah. I mean, I love myself ridiculously, you know, like my, <laughs> I continue, like I was doing something and I was just like, bitch, I hope you brought a headlight, you know? And I did. And I was like, yes, bitch. You know, like we're on the same team. Like I do the things that like, oh my, I wish this, you know? And it's like, yes, you did it. You know? And I'm like patting myself on the back. Like, yeah, bitch. High fives all the time. You know, like, yeah. And being on this Island just like maybe amplifies it because I fall in love with this Island all of the time. Like just exploring the nature and going out in it. Like it's such a reflection, I think of like my worth and like what I value and what is beautiful to me. And so as I fall deeper in love with like the island, I also fall deeper in love with myself. And I'm always like, I'm pretty pumped, you know, about myself. <laughs> like my ego <laughs> is huge, you know, but it's, I'm humble too. I'm humble too. I think there's definitely stuff around like body you know, body, love and worth and like just being in the human vessel that I definitely mm-hmm. like eh, something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, overall, I, I do think that, yeah, my self-worth is pretty high, you know, like I'm super confident. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, in, not in all areas. There's definitely arenas. I mean, partnership relationships. I definitely am like fucking Neptune, you know, like I have to tread lightly because I think there's a step here, but it's just a mirage, you know, <laughs> like if I step there, I fall into like a dark abyss of reality that it's like, oh, that's embarrassing. Like I was in this entire world that is not actually here, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, my confidence is now low. <laughs> mm, yeah. Okay. And then I wanted to go back to Jamie's seventh house ruler. Her seventh house ruler is Aries. So, okay. It's ruled by Mars, which is for her in Gemini in the ninth house, conjunct her Mercury. So I think for Jamie, she wants to be in partnerships with people that she can constantly learn from. Like she might be attracted towards teachers or like Mm. people who can like teach her new things. And like, she needs to be constantly learning about new things and like expanding her mind. Or she's just very attracted to smart people, just mm. like people who can teach her new things. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I don't think she'll be interested at all. Yeah. I think, I think she likes intellectual people mm-hmm. or like people who have something new to bring to the table that she can be like, wow, and just like mentally absorb and like pick apart and just like, yeah, constantly be learning. I feel like she loves that. Yeah. Because of that, I'm looking at your guys' synastry and I'm going like, oh, well, no wonder they're best friends because you guys have a lot of Mercury contacts in your Mm. synastry. So, for example, your Venus directly conjuncts her Mercury. And so, and then it's also in like a little bit further away is her Mars. So you guys have like a great energetic interaction. And then your Venus conjuncting her Mercury, like it really serves that like desire of hers. I think like the way you love and what you find to be beautiful and how you express your beauty 
is exactly you're like speaking her language. Mm. And I think you probably also make it easy for her to express herself. Mm. That's like such a beautiful, lovely interaction. It's so supportive. Yeah. It feels like super like comfortable and easeful. So remember how I just said that her Mercury and Mars are in her ninth house Mm -hmm. and your Venus conjuncts her Mercury, that means your Venus is in her ninth house, Mm -hmm. which means that, yeah, the way that you show love and the way that you, you see beauty in the world and the way that you express it is to her, the way she sees you is like, I think you help her expand her horizons with your love like she gets to experience like new things and like also like get a sense of like the divine because ninth house is about god and the divine and it's Mm. it's about spirituality it's about expansion abundance yeah reaching new heights exploring I think you make it really comfortable for her to explore her spirituality. Yeah, we definitely have that easeful with regards to like the Mercury Venus and like expansion of horizons. I think that is like a reciprocated thing. Like we just have so many layers and so much depth to our relationship. Yeah. Because there's also not easeful parts, you know, like the emotions are deep. We can just hurt each other without even knowing it, you know, and like communication around that is something that we're always working on you know like we're on the same team both of us needing to remind each other because it's so easy for us to be like you know what no more like this is ridiculous you know but it's also not true like we just have such deep love in like so many different aspects of life you know okay everything what you just said (laughs) about like how you can hurt each other and it's very emotional emotional. and it's like so deep like okay so you guys your Pluto conjuncts her moon and Jamie also has has that aspect in her own chart but it's like it's like a little bit it's a few degrees away whereas like your Pluto is exactly at the same degree as her moon (laughs) so you can't get closer to that and Pluto Mm. is about hell it's about the shadow side Mm. and her and her moon is about her feelings and it's Mm. like you can uproot her deepest the deepest part of herself okay and then also interestingly mm-hmm. you have a moon conjunct mars in your composite chart where what house is that and what sign in the first house a composite chart will give clues as to the nature and function of a relationship in theory a composite chart is a chart of the relationship itself on the other hand a sinistry evaluates the compatibility between two individual charts. When I read composite charts, I don't really pay as much attention to the signs. Mm. Like signs don't seem to matter as much as houses. Mm. So first house, Mars and moon conjunct in our composite, which means... Fighting, uh, (laughs) emotional sort of just aggravation, emotional explosiveness or just very strong emotions Mm. um and they really have to allow to like rise to the surface and like be let out mars needs that space it needs action it needs movement and moon's all about the feelings so Mm. and it's like fire it's like heat 
Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised at all that you just said that. That's in your composite chart. That means like that's that's the, the life of the relationship. What's yeah. happening in our seventh house in our composite? There's no planets there, but it's in the sign of Aquarius. And Aquarius is ruled by, well, the traditional ruler is Saturn. And Saturn's over in the third house. I would say that the partnership is strongly ruled by your guys' desire and ability to communicate with each other. Mm. There's like a constant dialogue. Going back to your guys' natal charts, it suits Mm. you both because you're such a Mercury person. And then Jamie's relationships are all about communication, Mm -hmm. which is ruled by Mercury. So Mm -hmm. So there's a strong Mercury influence across the board in terms of how you guys relate to each other mm-hmm. and what you guys like in relationship. Mm-hmm. And then another thing in your composite chart is that your guys' Sun and Venus are conjunct. What's and that that's mean? like, it means like true love. Mm. And, and this is the kind of aspect that's like just very, it's very true. And like, therefore it's very, very, very significant. This is probably, so interestingly, it's actually in the 12th house, which is a psychological, it's like deep psychological, uh, I don't want to say upheaval, but it's the underworld. Yeah, it's it's the we're hidden. true love in the underworld. <laughs> yeah, so actually, in a composite chart, when mm. Sun and Venus are in the twelfth house, it can mean that uh, the relationship is somehow hidden. Mm. Mm. You know, it can mean anything. Like it can yeah. it can mean that like for some reason people just don't realize how close you guys are, or something mm. like that, or mm. like. Maybe you guys don't express just how much love you mm. have for each other. But mm. when you guys are, t- when it's just the two of you guys, like it's mm-hmm. very, very, this is like one of the strongest loves you'll probably experience in this lifetime. Like that's how significant yeah. a Sun-Venus conjunction in a composite chart is. It's true. Like I already know that for sure. Yeah. And the true guys... love bit for sure. It's like, it's such a, it's so deep and it's just so pure. There's such a purity to our love for sure. If it's interesting, the hidden bit, there's still elements that I'm withholding for sure because I feel so sensitive and like bitch can bring up my emotions in ways that I'm not comfortable with because they're totally out of my control. Mm -hmm. But we keep creating and we keep working towards like communication and like again, that whole like we're on the same team. We're doing individual work. Like when we come together, we have opportunity to do more work. It's going to be like intense. But again, it's coming from that like true love space. So we're coming into seasons of like maturity and just like becoming of like, okay, we can just receive this love, you know, like, uh, and we don't have to like, I don't know, I guess hide it, you know, in, in ways that like are fear filled and like nervous about getting hurt, you know, or hurting the other person. There's also a lot of that, like, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I think that you might do that, you know, just like, mm-hmm. okay, well, we need to like have that communicated. Otherwise it's not going to be known. So mm-hmm. yeah. I can see how you guys are very like courteous towards each other like that because you guys both have so much Libra stuff going on. Because Libra is yeah. very like courteous. Mm. 
yeah, I think we are polite. I mean, bitch can be mean though, like for sure, you know, and I do not like, and cold, you know, like, I think I'm the same way. I'm, I'm more of a punisher though. Like, and the punishment is to myself. Like I will deprive myself of what I want because I feel like that's going to punish her. So when I sent you her chart, like I didn't realize, like we have Gemini, Cancer, Libra, like these are our signs that are full. Like, and so then I was Mm -hmm. like, oh fuck, we definitely have a shit ton of things that the stars are probably saying, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, your Mars is also like conjuncting her moon. There's this Mars moon thing that is repeated, which Mm. means that that's like very significant and Mm -hmm. Oh, and the fact that Mars and Moon conjunct in the composite chart in the first house, your guys' emotions are like up front and center mm. in this relationship. It's mm. it's really about like expressing your emotions. Mm. Um, you guys are like fully feeling everything together. Mm. And the fact that you guys are both cancers, yeah, it's it's a very it's a very emotionally involved <laughs> relationship. For it sure. is. It yeah. is, which is one of my favorite things. Like that's what yeah. in my friendships, in my intimacy, anything, it's like, it's about the emotions, you know, like For that's sure. what I'm drawn and attracted to. Like, yeah, I'm calling that's in. what makes sense to a cancer. Like cancers yeah. really live life through their emotions. It's mm-hmm. what makes sense to them, to mm-hmm. us, I should say. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might draw up some levels of like discomfort, but like it's also very like without that sort of like rocking the boat kind of feeling and sort of like this little bit of instability because you're on this like boat that's out in stormy waters. Without all that, like it wouldn't be as meaningful. Because like cancer being a water sign, we're like built to sort of withstand that sort of like emotional like instability or Mm. like we're not seeking to like be calm all the time, like just Mm. like being out in a calm ocean. Like we're also built to sort of endure through the storms, Mm. you know? Mm. Yeah, it's not meant to be just like level and calm and still and like perfectly peaceful all the time Mm -hmm. yeah you guys have like a lot of gemini and labor placements but you guys also have a lot of water water is also very significant jamie has moon conjunct pluto like that's huge dude she's a very deep person Mm -hmm. um earlier you said like she can be like super hard or like cutting (laughs) yeah i i think it comes Yeah, I think it comes from the moon conjunct Pluto. And then also moon has to do with our relationships with other females in our lives. So Mm. Pluto is very, very not kind. Pluto is not a kind planet. Mm. It's all about cold truths. Mm. When you talk about moon and female relationships, there's a lot of mom work. Her mother has her same birthday. Shut up. A synastry between her mom and her would be super fascinating, I think. So South Node and North Node are known as the nodes of the moon, and they have to do with where we're coming from, which is the South Node, versus where we're going, which is the North Node. So the North Node represents things that we are being pushed towards in this lifetime, Um, Her North Node is in the 10th house in Leo. In this lifetime, she's really here to focus on her career and 
be in the public's eye and sort of build her social reputation and be really ambitious, uh, like owning that like ambition and uh, just being like focused on career because in her past lifetimes, she was very focused on like her family and like taking care of the home and like being in touch with like her emotions and being very introspective. But in this lifetime, she's being pushed towards having a lot of social responsibility and like building up her reputation and like just being out there in the world, not focusing on like her home and like, and being as like introspective as much because she's already done that. So she's done that because her South node is in, is in the fourth house is in the fourth house. Okay. I don't know like that. Or I think that she would not agree with that because home is so important to her. Let's see. Your sun and Mercury are in her 10th house. So you sort of have a similar effect on me, like, as you do to her. Like, Mm. your stuff is in our 10th house. So, like, Mm. yeah, that's how we see you, I think. That's, like, the natural effect that you have on us. Wait, how is it both the 10th house if you guys have different risings? Well, because I'm a really late Virgo, so most Mm. of my first house is in Libra. Interesting. Yeah, me and Jamie, um, Cancer is in our 10th house. She has Chiron in her 8th house. In this lifetime, her healing is around like merging with with other people. Mm. Um, maybe also it's about trusting other people as well in that Mm. really like intimate sense Mm. of like sharing money or sharing herself like intimately deeply Mm. sexually Mm. but her son and venus being in the 10th house whether she realizes it or not like it's very important for her to be seen to be loved by the public I know that sounds egotistical, but it's actually not. It's just... Um, I think the bitch loves a good audience. I think she likes... I think she definitely loves adoration, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Venus in the 10th house also makes one, like, popular, but, like, she might have, like, admirers from afar. Mm. It's a bit more, like, formal, like... Mm. People won't actually go up to her to be like, oh my God, I think you're so awesome. Mm. But she definitely has admirers Mm -hmm. from afar, Mm -hmm. I think. I think so too. North Node and Leo, it means she, she doesn't know how to play. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. She's always served on committees in her past lifetimes. She's always been about sort of always being part of a group Mm. um so in this lifetime she has to be more self-serving yeah show just be more interested in pleasing herself more because leo is all about just being very self-centered i would say jamie is a very playful person but it also could just be because i've known her for so long you know and she's i mean she's got a good sense of humor you know, that's kind of been where a lot of our play is in humor, you know, and just like wit and like conversation banter, but mm-hmm. then also just 
you know, I think we both equally love nature and just going out and exploring and just kind of being a little raw in the elements. Earlier, you were like, how do I bring her out into the public? Mm-hmm. I think it has, it, it, ha- it needs to have to do with something cancer oriented. Mm-hmm. So whether it's like taking care of women, like battered mm-hmm. women, or it's a very female mother energy. Maybe it's helping moms. She's doing some course right now. She's mentioned it to me a couple times, and it's something about emotional sovereignty, maybe, is what it is. Wow. Um, So when I think of, yeah, women or the moon or emotions, like I could very well see her doing something like that. Um, I could see her doing a lot of things, honestly. That sounds like perfect. That sounds perfect for her. Yeah, I think it's time that you and Jamie create something together as well Mm, we need to create play yeah play and something that you can put out into the world like how you're doing space court Mm. how you've done absolutely parched Mm. and um how you've done like chili and billy Mm. and how you and casey used to do like events Remember how you guys did like tarot readings and stuff? <laughs> that was a one. That was a one-off. But yeah. 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 Stuff like that. Oh, yeah. One other thing that I wanted to say about your guys' sinistry is mm-hmm. that in your natal chart, Mercury is your chart ruler, right? Mm-hmm. And Mercury is actually in a lot of hard aspects in your chart. It is squared by Saturn, squared by Mars. <sighs> and squared by Pluto. Okay. And all of these things tell me that because it's your chart ruler and it's like squaring these more trying planets, mm. you are very driven. Whatever whatever you you pursue as a hobby because Mercury can also be like Gemini can also be like hobbies. You do them very seriously. So serious. Yeah, especially. (laughs) Yeah, especially any side project. Like, I mean, this is from a kid. Like, as a child, there's like video of me and my sisters being news anchors and me actually videoing them and saying, this is not really Tiffany Toyota. This is not Paula Abdul. Like they were, those were their characters, but because they were playing as the director, like, no, like this is serious. We're playing, (laughs) but if you mess up your line, like, this is not okay. You know, and my sister's just yeah. laughing. Uh, you know? And yeah, she's yeah. like being furious. And it's also um, really important for you to have like credibility. You also really need things to come from like from a trusted like authority even because it's Saturn. Interesting. And like, okay, here's where it gets a little bit like conflicting because like the way I know you, this didn't ring true for me, but this mm-hmm. is like what the aspect is saying. Mm-hmm. The aspect of like Mercury square Saturn is like you trust people who have like um, like a doctorate over somebody that doesn't mm. for a certain topic. And then I was like, well, I don't think Rachel's really like that. But then I was remembering how you wanted to do like Space Court University. So like having that like the, like a degree like somehow speaks mm. to you. Well, you know, it's interesting because the way that I interpret this is 
credentials are really important, but it has nothing to do with the education system and it has nothing Mm -hmm. to do with the certificates. And that Mm -hmm. trusted source, I really do put into life experience. Like I want credibility. Like I want to know the sources and I want to be as close to the source as possible, but Mm -hmm. the source being personal experience. Like anytime someone comes at me with something, I'm like, what is your experience? Oh, you haven't done anything? Nothing that you say matters to me. You know, like, oh, you have mm. hiked this or you have created this or you did partner with so-and-so. Okay, now you have my attention, you know? But it's ironic because with credentials, like I'm always laughing at people trying to get certified for this or certified for that. I'm like, do it, just do it, you know? Like live your credentials, you know? And that is something yeah. that's so important to me. And there was always this conflict of like, this equals that, like a degree in college equals that and a PhD equals that. And like me not believing it. Mm-hmm. You're a PhD. So how many people are your repeat customers? Are you in the market for healing? Cause you shouldn't see them again. Like you give them the tools for themselves and they become self healers, you know, like that's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very much my like belief, which I do need to explore more of my beliefs. Cause I do have like, that's a really strong foundational pillar. And I've been mm-hmm. reading and like coming across messaging around, like, even when you have your strong foundations, like you need to check them, like let them evolve still, you know, like I don't mm-hmm. want to be fixated on this idea because that's mm-hmm. not entirely true. Like PhDs will get my interest. But I really am going to want to dig for like, what is your experience? Like, what have you done? Because that Mm -hmm. to me is your credential, you know? Mm. So the reason why I picked up this certain aspect that you have in your chart um, and like applying it towards your guys' ministry is because Jamie is such a 10th house person. I thought that she valued those same things that you do. But because it's her son, like, I think she really, like, lives them, if that makes sense. Credentials for her are important. She is the kind that, like, mm-hmm. she does need to have the certificate and that does equal this and that does equal that. And and that kind of, like, conventional learning style, you know, which mm-hmm, is not mm-hmm. as experiential. Like, for me, experiential learning is so much more impactful and conducive to my style. Whereas I think Jamie is more of a like book student and like take the courses and do the proper systematic hoops of like, okay, now you are this, you know, Mm -hmm. because you've done Mm -hmm. these checkmark things. So I don't know if that's what you mean by like, because she's living it, you know? Yeah, no, that's exactly what I meant. She is wired to go out and do those things. She's a she's a doer. Like she actually will do the things that she says she'll do. She's not just a talker. She's a doer. And that's because she has such strong cardinal placements. Mm. Wow. So much so much stuff to unpack here. There's a yeah. lot. My favorite thing of the whole thing is that we've got a composite of true love because I think that really does sum up our friendship, our relationship. In the composite, Venus is at 20 degrees Cancer and Sun is at 21 degrees Cancer. It's It's like It's a really strong conjunction. I actually remember this time, and I don't know if I still have it. I feel like I do. This was like years ago. We were in Sandy and... I wanted to get a tattoo, like a fake tattoo out of one of those machines. You put quarters and you push it and pull it and it like brings out a tattoo. It was like Mm -hmm. weird tattoos. Like there was nothing that was like super impressionable. But I was thinking of Jamie. I was like, what's my messaging around Jamie? And I like put the quarters in. I put the thing. I, I slipped it out. 
I opened it up and it was this heart that was like draped in all of this lace and it said true love. Oh my God. Oh, wow. I love that. I really wish. And I remember being like, yeah. Wow. It's 100%. Wow. One of, if not the strongest love that I've experienced in this lifetime. Pretty fucking lucky. Yeah. That's like really, really precious. Space cord. Space cord. We encourage you to visit www.sapitton.com for a sinistry reading between you and a friend, lover, relative or colleague. You must know the birth date, exact birth time and birth location of both individuals in order to have a sinistry reading.